What is going on, everybody? It is me, John from Pistons Territory, and RJ. I called you the honorary use, but I don't I don't know if I like that name for you anymore. What do you think of that? Yeah, I don't think that we could use that anymore, man. So what's your new nickname? I don't know, because the whole bloodline is just oh no crumble, so I don't know if we can get into that, bro, because I think we'd go on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already knowing. Yeah, we'll have to save that for another time. But, um, yes, we're going to talk Pistons free agents today. I know a lot of people want to hear about the draft, but I think there's we'll have a draft content at some point. I kind of like to do different things and try to switch it up from what other people are doing. So I haven't heard that much free agent talk. Uh, but, yeah, I, I haven't heard your thoughts on just, like, the Pistons season as in general as a whole. Like, What were your thoughts on just the season overall for the Pistons? Yeah, when you uh hit me up and asked me to come on, I told you I had a lot to say. Cause I got a lot to get off my chest right now with the Pistons. Like, everything that could have went wrong pretty much went wrong in this past season. Like, I mean, we're what? How many games in? K is out. He's out for the year. Like, that started the season. So, it's like everything went downhill from there. Uh, Killian got my hopes up for a minute. And then... He went right back to being himself. Like, we stunk it up. We didn't even win 20 games this year, which I at least thought we would win that many. We didn't do that. And then, of course, last season was the season I had season tickets. But And I went in thinking, like, I knew we weren't a playoff team, but I'm like, we'll win some games, you know, fight for a play-in, somebody if nothing else. And it was, like, even worse than that. Like, we just – out of all the games I went to, I think they only won three times. So I was just like, that hurt. And then a lot of them were blowouts. So, like, my moral with the Pistons was just crushed. And then the whole um, lottery thing, that just – that really, like, defeated me, bro. Like, I don't know where I stand with them right now. That's – like, I'll be back before the season start, But, like, right now, I just, like, I'm hurt. Yeah, I guess I don't want to try to get too much into the draft, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I had play play in expectations. I had like maybe 30 wins, but yeah. I mean, in terms of next year, is it play in or bust for you? Or like, are you are the pitchforks coming out if they have another like 25 win yeah. season and don't compete for the play in? Yeah, I think you got to take care, make some changes in the front office if it's another uh bad season like that. I mean, we don't make the playoffs. That's one thing, but like, like you said, you got to win at least twenty games. That's a start, and then, yeah, you got to at least be fighting for a playing spot towards the end of the season. Yeah, I guess, and yeah, even we don't even have a head coach yet, and um, we, yeah. we've heard Monty Williams, Nick Nurse went to Philadelphia. Is there any names uh, that you're kind of hoping the Pistons get as their head coach? I mean, they, I, I really wanted Monty. I'm not gonna lie, I really wanted Monty Williams. Uh, but I think what it was a, the report that he straight up said no. <laughs> and that's another thing that's hurt me with the Pistons. Like, we don't even have coaches that want to come here, man. Like, that's, that's just – that sucks. I <laughs> just – like, but yeah. I can't think of coaches. I mean, it sounds like we're getting uh, my guy to UConn. Um, to Kevin Ollie? Yeah, Ali. It sounds like we're getting him. I mean, I don't know too much about him personally other than the UConn title, but, I mean, 
I'll embrace him and just hope he brings results. That's pretty much all you could do at this point. Yeah, I was a Udoka guy. I really thought he was going to be uh, the coach for yeah. the Pistons. That unfortunately didn't happen. Um, yeah, I mean, coaches are hard to bring in, and this is a perfect segue. Free agents are hard to bring in as well. As mm-hmm. we know, Detroit is not a free agent destination. So the guys that I, we're going to talk about today, uh, we spoiler alert, we, the Pistons might have to overpay a little <laughs> bit for them. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the Pistons have like twenty-five to thirty million dollars in cap space. That's what I was reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Hamadou Diallo, they let him go. Corey Joseph is, well, you know, they're going to let him go, so they'll have some money to spend, and they can obviously clear up some cap space there. They're, they freed up some money getting the number five pick because obviously, if they got the first pick, they would have had to pay more for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just a couple guys. I had five guys in mind, but then I started looking at the list, and there's a lot of free agent forwards that the Pistons could look at. Um, but let's start with the first one is a guy I've thought about and talked about a little bit, and that is the man himself, Jeremy Grant, who had his best season with Portland this year, age 28, uh, averaged 20 points a game, shot 40% from the field. Um, what do you think about him coming back to the Pistons? How much would you give him? How many years? And yeah, Jeremy Grant to the Pistons. What are you thinking? As far as Jeremy coming back, I wouldn't be opposed to it for the right price. And I'll I'll sound like a hypocrite because I can't think of a number off the top of my head. But like, as long as they find like a deal that I feel like is worth it, I wouldn't mind bringing him back. Um, I think he would fit in. I think. I think he would be better off this go-around than he did the last time because I think his last run with the Pistons, it kind of ended not on the greatest note. I know fans was, like, ready for him to go. And I feel like that was because we had Sadiq Bey here at the time. And I just, from watching games, I just felt like they couldn't get that mesh together. Uh, They was taking each other's shots. But now that Sadiq's gone, Grant can get those shots back. So maybe Grant knowing his role this time and accepts his role and knows that he's not the leader or the franchise, like it might work out this time. Yeah. That's where I was going to go. Cause like, obviously his last year in Detroit was Cade's rookie year and mm. Cade really wasn't the guy. I felt like Jeremy Grant was kind of the guy like yeah. taking the big shot down the stretch. And I worry you would hope he would defer to Cade and Ivy, but we don't know. Maybe that's just not the type of player he is. Maybe he really mm-hmm. wants to be a, a number two on a on a team. And, I mean, he was number one on the Pistons. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, the other thing I worry about is his age. Like, how do you think he's going to age? And do you really want to pay him 30-plus million dollars when he's 32, 33 years old? Do you think he'll be worth that contract going into his early 30s? I, I wouldn't want to pay him $30 million, but I know, like, Today's NBA, that's just what they get now, which I find very crazy. But that's honestly how much players get. But, like like you said, age is a factor. It's just if we pin, like I said, he has to know his role this time. Like, that would be the main thing with me. Like, you're not the guy. <laughs> like, you're just not the guy this time. We expect you to be, like, a role player, like a vet, like a good vet that can get buckets when need be. So, all right, so if I throw this number at you for Jeremy Grant, three years, uh, no, four years, $120 million, yes or no, and grade that signing if that happens. Four years, $120 million. Four years, $120. Do the math for me, John. That's $30 million. 30. 
If I could get a little under, I'll do it. But for that, probably not. Uh, yeah, I'd be with you. So I'm a, I'm a big no for Jeremy Grant. I think he wants a long-term deal. I think he wants to play for a contender and compete for a championship. Yeah. So I'm going to be out on Jeremy Grant. Um, yeah, it's a no for me. Okay, next guy, restricted free agent. That is Cameron Johnson. Um, obviously had a breakout year with the Nets in the second half. What are you thinking, Cameron Johnson, to the Detroit Pistons this offseason? I mean, I'll be for it. He's on the younger side, uh, unlike Grant, so that would be nice. Uh, I feel like the potential is still there for him to uh, come out and just another player where we're not expecting him to, like, carry, but, like, he could be a great piece on, like, a winning team. So, yes, or offer on him. So, in terms, he's 26 years old, so I think next year will be his age 27 season, so he's a year younger than Grant. I averaged 16.6 points per game, uh, 37% from three, 46% from the field. Um, I go back and forth because I think we're going to have to overpay to bring him to Detroit. I think Brooklyn's really going to want to bring him back. Yeah. But in terms of like Cameron Johnson, do you honestly believe he could be a starter on a team that competes for a championship in a couple of years? Mm. Because when you said starter, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely starting the Pistons right now. But <laughs> when you say um, – Because you're going to pay him. I mean, I'm I'm thinking like $20, 25000000 million is probably yeah. what it's going to cost to get him. That's probably – I agree. And it would be one of those – I'll just have to see what's out there before I, like, make up my mind. I'm leaning towards a no, but, like, that's the best we can get. I definitely consider it there. Yeah, because for me, it's like he's probably getting twenty million wherever he goes. But then you have to take in fact this is Detroit. We're gonna have to overpay. So the number I would throw at you is four years, a hundred million dollars. If that offer was on the table and and you were in charge, four years, a hundred million dollars for Cameron Johnson. What do you say? I'll probably say no. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, See, I mean, yeah, because four years, you'll have to pay Cade his, his rookie extension. You'll have to pay Ivy in four years. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is hard. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, dude, I don't know. Why Why would you say no? Is it just you don't think he's worth $25 million? Yeah, I was about to say really just a good feeling type deal. Like, I really wouldn't. Plus, like, I, I know you don't want to get into draft talk, but I was like, Honestly, if I'm the Pistons, I'm drafting the wing, so I probably wouldn't spend big money on the wing. Um, that's just my take right now. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good point. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go no on Cam Johnson, but I think he'll be interesting as well. Uh, another guy I was interested in was P.J. Washington. Uh, restricted free agent is Yale uh, as, as well. On the younger side, 24 years old. Uh, four years with Charlotte. Uh Last season averaged 16 points a game, 35% from three. And I don't know, what are your thoughts on P.J. Washington? Is he a guy that could be a core piece for the Pistons, or do you think he's going to be – is he just a rotation player? Like, realistically, what would his role even be on a, a good Pistons team if you could look into the future? I'll say on a good Pistons team, unless he just really 
takes off, I see him as a rotation player. And that's not even in a slight way towards him. Like, I think he's a great player. I would love to have P.J. Washington on the Pistons. I enjoy watching him uh, when he's not killing the Pistons. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I like his game. I wouldn't be opposed to having him. Yeah, but what I really like about him is his ability to play the small ball five, I think, could be interesting. And the Pistons could go big with Duran and Wiseman and Stewart, but then they could also choose to go small with P.J. Washington at the five. So what would be a number you were comfortable getting? Like what came to me was four years, $60 million. Is that something you'd be comfortable giving him, about $15 million a year? Yeah, in that case, I'll pay him. Because that's a tad bit more than what we pay Bagley. Oh, Bagley's making sixty. <laughs> oh, he's making sixty. Oh, shoot, yeah, that's an easy deal then. Yeah, I would if it's four years, sixty million. I would be down for that. Yeah. Um and maybe I don't know if he's continuing to get better, but maybe if he becomes a little bit better of a player in a year or two, you could ship him out for a first round pick or something. I think that would be great. Kind of do what they did with Jeremy Grant. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So I think four years, I to me, PJ Washington at four years, 60, even if you go a little bit higher than that, like let's say you pay him 16, 17 million dollars a year, I still think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I feel comfortable doing that myself. Yeah. So I'd put PJ Washington number one right now in front of Jeremy and Cam Johnson. Uh, another guy that's been rumored to the Pistons in the past is Mr. Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Um, Kyle Kuzma, age 27 season last year, 21 points a game, a career high, uh, 45% from the field, only 33% from three. Um, listen, I don't know if he wants to come to Detroit. He's from Michigan. So that, that counts for something maybe. Um, uh, yeah. What Kyle Kuzma to the Pistons, how much would you give him? And do you think it's a good fit for this team? I don't know if I'm willing to have my mind ready on the Kyle Kuzma experience. And I say that because Kyle Kuzma, when he's on, he is like, he's a, he's one of the best players out there. Like, he can hoop. But, like, when he's off, he's off. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. But then, like you mentioned, he's from Michigan. He's from Flint, I think. So, the homecoming touch would be nice. If he's willing to take a, a hometown discount, if you will, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'll bring him in, but other than that, I don't, I don't know for real, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think, like, you would hope maybe because he's only 27, he could take, like, a one- or two-year deal, like a prove-it deal, kind of like what Jeremy Grant did. Like, I'm going to come here, I'm going to put up my best career numbers, and then I'm going to go get paid. Yeah. But, but I I don't know. I think he's probably at the point where he wants a long-term contract. Um I don't know if that's with Washington or not. Uh, but, yeah, he hasn't been that efficient of a shooter. He only shot 33% last year, 34% the year before that. Yeah. So, if you know, if he's a guy that's going to play off Caden Ivey, I don't know how well he'd, he'd be at that. Um, and I think he's you're, you're definitely paying more for him than you are P.J. Washington. What, what do yeah. you think is a realistic number for Kyle Kuzma? I uh, think so. Going one around that twenty range, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. twenty. That's I think that's a, the starting point is twenty that's million. And he he gonna want he gonna want the bag, knowing him. And like he's a popular player, if we just being real. So I feel like players like that who not he's somebody who's not under the radar. So by him being on the radar, he's gonna want some money. 
Yeah, I'd say probably $25 million, yeah. um, at least. Maybe he'd been closer to $30 million for Kuzma. And listen, he's a good player, but he's not an all-star. Mm-mm. I think I'm going to be a no on Kuzma. I think I think Jeremy Grant's better. I think Cam Johnson fits this team better. Eh, Kyle Kuzma's at the bottom of my list. I don't know about you. I would take Kuzma over uh, Johnson and maybe Grant. Nah, nah, not over Grant. I'll take him over Johnson, though. That's where it stops. I'm still taking PJ and Jeremy over uh, Kuzma, though. Okay. Now, this is a guy I forgot about, and I don't even know how realistic this really is, but I think he's maybe worth mentioning. Okay. And it's, it's this man right here. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I got I to gotta do the whole shtick. 31 years old. He only averaged 15 points a game this year, but he was injured. Um, like I said, he only played 33 games this year. So his percentages don't look great, but you're going to believe that he's going to revert back to or close to what he was before this year. So uh, you were a big no, RJ. Why are you a no for Chris Middleton, former NBA champion, all-star, and former Detroit Piston? One, I just feel like it's a bad idea to try to right or wrong. Um, even though I don't feel like it was wrong, but that's a story for another day. But, like, I just feel like I, I don't want to bring him back. One, he's going to want the money, and I'm not comfortable paying him for what he's going to want because he's easily going to take over 30 mil. I'm not comfortable paying him that. Um, truth be told, I feel like you should only get 30 mil if you like that guy or like the second or third guy on a winning team. He was the second or third guy on a championship team, though, right? But then if we bring him to Detroit, he doesn't have a Giannis to play with. Like, Giannis is a freak of nature, like, like everybody would love to play with him, and then no disrespect to Cade, but. He might get to MVP status one day. Who knows? But he's not there yet, and who knows how long it will take. And Middleton doesn't have much time left at this level probably. So I just feel like he don't match the timeline. The money is not worth it at this point. It's it's just a no for me. Plus, I don't know how he will play on a team without Giannis. That's always been my worry with him. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I think he you could believe in him as an off-ball player, maybe a third ball hander, which is kind of what he was in Milwaukee behind Giannis and, and Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. The only hope you would really have is if he's like, I'm not going to get paid as much as I want because of the injury year that I had. Let me go take a one- or two-year deal. And that, that'll probably be with Milwaukee. I, I'd say there's like an 80%, 90% chance he stays with the Bucks. Yeah. But – if it doesn't happen, he can come to the Pistons, put up you know good numbers, and then go get that long-term deal he's looking for. So I don't think it's impossible. There might be a chance Chris Middleton comes to the Detroit Pistons. Um, but for me, it would only be like a one- or two-year deal. Um, so you're a no, he's bottom of your list for you? Nah, yeah, it's a no for me. Yeah, I, I would say no. Unless it's like a one or two year deal, which who knows? The NBA is crazy. You know, the heater in the finals, so you never know. But um, yeah, I'd probably put him at the bottom of my list as well. So those were the five guys I had 
Jeremy Grant, PJ Washington, Kyle Kuzma, Cameron Johnson, Chris Milton. But then I was looking at this list. There's a lot of like secondary guys that I think maybe fit the Pistons even better. And one guy I think would bring that veteran presence is Harrison Barnes of the Sacramento Kings. Now, I believe he will be 32 years old next year. So Harrison Barnes, what are you thinking about his fit on the Pistons and how much would you be comfortable uh, giving Harrison Barnes? Are you not a Harrison Barnes guy either? I'm just laughing because, like, I know how Twitter, like, tw- I know how Twitter feels about him, but he's not a bad player. It's just, I don't know. Uh, he's not a name that I'm like, oh, we got, like, say Woj drops the notification, Pistons sign Harrison Barnes to a deal, whatever. I'm not about to be like, what? Like, it's just going to be like, ah, it's Harrison Barnes. Hey. Hey, Harrison Barnes played 82 out of 82 games this year. That matters, bro. You know what the most important thing is? Availability. That is a big downfall for Pistons, so I'll give you that much. No, I I just saw that, and I just wanted to give him credit because we know in today's NBA, literally nobody plays 82 games. So, No, shout out to him for that. I'll give him his credit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but he'd be a veteran you bring in. Average 15 points a game this year, 47% from the field, 37% from three. Championship experience, you know, has been on bad teams, has been on good teams. Um, I think he's going to want a long-term deal. It's probably going to be the the last long-term deal he's going to get. It, are you paying $20 million for Harrison Barnes? I think that's probably what he's going to ask for. Yeah, I wanted to see him starting, so I'm not paying a starter. I mean, a non-starter like that much. You don't think he's a starter on the Pistons? At least I hope he's not a starter two years from now. Like, if he's starting on our team, that means something went bad. All right. To be fair, he did start on the third seed in the Western Conference. I just don't want it, bro. (laughs) Like. You got to think our locks for next season, starting wise, is pretty much already K, Ivy, Duran. You got to assume we either draft in the wing or be picking up somebody in free agency. Right, do you do you think up. do you think Harrison Barnes is better than Isaiah Stewart? On the offense end, of course. Defense, nah, I would ask them. Okay, uh, we'll agree to disagree there. But um, we actually did get a comment from Case Cracked in the chat. He said, any older player with any talent will be searching for places to have somewhat of a way to win. Coming to Detroit would have to be an overpay. So, yeah, basically what we were saying. Um, and shout out to all the people in the live chat. If you guys want to leave some comments or questions, we'll make sure to answer them at the end of the show. Um, yeah, Barnes, he's going to want a lot of money. He's going to want three or four years at least. I'm going to be out on him unless he takes some discount, which isn't going to happen. I said, yeah, go back to Sacramento and, you know, see if they see if this year wasn't a fluke, which maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. He's just another player. I don't think he's going to fit the timeline either. Okay. Another guy that's interesting to me, Josh Hart. Um, I'm a big Josh Hart fan. I think, I mean, if I'm being honest, he's probably going to stay with the, with the Knicks, but, um, if Josh Hart were a free agent, how much would you offer him to come to Detroit this uh, this summer? <sighs> I don't know, cause it's 
I like Josh Hart too. Like when you said that, I was hmm, that wouldn't be a bad addition to the team, but just another person you, you probably kick down at least another twenty. Just just send it out twenty mil like it's nothing. I um, mean, somebody like him to bring him to a city like Detroit, like not even trying to like be funny, but like a team like Detroit, you got like like the comment said, you got to overpay. Wasn't didn't there was like a tweet a couple years ago where he was like dogging on Detroit or something? <laughs> if so, doesn't surprise me because I feel like a lot of them do that. Yeah, I th- I think that was him who did that. But uh, in terms of fit, I mean, I would love him on this team. I think he's a a good energy. He shot fifty two percent from three with the Knicks, which is he's not going to keep that up. But um, seven rebounds as well. I mean, he's a good player. I'd give him. 16 17 mil a year um but i think he probably likes it in new york playing with brunson so i'd say he's probably gonna resign there if i'm making a guess yeah i'm with you i don't see him leaving especially because the knicks that mean what they were the fourth seed this year uh fifth seed but then they won a playoff seed. series somehow that's <laughs> that's not bad at all that's they can build on that <laughs> they're yeah. probably together so another young player I saw, which kind of sparked my interest, was Rui Hachimura of the Los Angeles Lakers, who played pretty well in the playoffs, had some big games, and is still relatively young. So Rui Hachimura kind of fits this Pistons timeline better than some of the other guys that we've mentioned. What would be your thoughts on Rui Hachimura uh, coming to the Pistons this offseason? Like you said, he meets the timeline a little better. Uh far as fit, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's one of those players that's inconsistent. That's probably his only thing. He'll have some good games, then some bad games. Because uh, I caught some games with him when he was on the Wizards um, before the media got to him when he got to L.A. Because you know how that goes. Once players get to L.A., the media act like they just, you know how they go. But he's not a bad player. Right price, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. Terrible analysis, but, I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's the best I got for him. Like, he's not a bad player. He's just, like I said, inconsistent, probably the only thing that scares me. Yeah, well, what scares me is his shooting. So, with the Lakers, he shot under 30% from three. He's really been a bad three-point shooter, except in 2021, he shot 45% from three. Other than that, though, he's never shot in over 35%. So that scares me a little bit. It's just a player who could play off Caden and Ivy. And um, I, I don't know. I, I liked him on the Lakers. Uh, he's a, I mean, he's always been good in the playoffs. He's just, like you said, he's really inconsistent. Another guy, I think 16 to $17 million. Yeah. But to be honest, I'd rather give that 16 to $17 million to another player we've mentioned on this list. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be out on Roy Hachimura. Most likely, me too. I mean, like I said, I'll listen to the offer, you know, I'll have to consider it, but I probably wouldn't go with it. All right, here's a fun one. Oh, oh I can't. <laughs> Mr. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies, who there, I saw rumors of him coming to the Pistons. I know everyone freaked out about it. Yeah, Dylan Brooks is. Not a bad – it's not as bad as people make him out to be. Um, what do you think about Dylan Brooks on the Detroit Pistons next year, RJ? 
So this my this my take. This is about to be a crazy take. Or maybe not. I don't know. But anyway. Dylan Brooks, I can't stand. I feel like he's one of the most annoying players in the league. He talks way too much for a player of his caliber. Um, like he tries so hard to play the tough guy role. It doesn't back it up. And I think that's where my problem with him falls because you got other guys who do play the tough guy role, like the enforcer role and whatnot. And they will like, at least they'll talk like a uh, Draymond, for example, Draymond's annoying. Draymond talks, but Draymond never going to shut up. He going to say what he say, keep it moving versus Dylan Brooks. He talks and then runs from the media, which I feel like is a bold move. And then to wrap up my take on him, I feel like if he came to the Pistons, though, it might not actually be a bad idea at all. Like, <laughs> all right, like, sell us, sell, told, yeah, sell us it, on it. Like, he's not a bad player, like you said. Like, people try to make him out to be a bad player. He's not a bad player. It's the reason he was on the Grizzlies, but starting on a what place was the Grizzlies this year? First, second? two seed, two seed. Okay, so they're a second place team. They've been in the playoffs the last few years. Like, it's a reason he starts on that team. Because only good players start on high-seeded teams in the NBA. Like, let's just be real. So, he's not trash or anything. He's just annoying. But it's kind of how I feel about Blake. Pistons fans hate Blake now. But they loved him when he was here trolling for us. So, Dylan Brooks, hey, we hate going against him. But he might just be that person that you would love to have on your team at the same time. I I would be okay with that. Um, I, he's a good defender, and that matter yeah. that means something. Um, but you do realize there's gonna come a point where we're gonna be losing our minds when he keeps missing open threes, because that's yeah. probably what's gonna happen. But if if you think the trade off defensively is worth it, and I, I, he fits that like Detroit mentality, I guess. So yeah, would you give him fifteen million dollars a year for Dylan Brooks? On the Pistons, fifteen. I that... do. I low key do it. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I do it for fifteen. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, I do it. Yeah, I do it. All right, Dylan Brooks. Um, yeah. So those are the free agent forwards. I got a couple more. If you wanna, you wanna talk about those or those were the main guys or. What are you thinking, RJ? I got none but time. Hit me with some names. All right, all right. This is a guy I've always thought about coming to the Pistons, but I I don't know about the fit, man. Uh, Karis LeVert, who technically is a wing. Um, he's kind of a wing slash guard. Karis LeVert can't really shoot. He was not good in the playoffs this year. Um, from Michigan, though, what do you think about Karis LeVert coming to the Pistons? I was just about to say, I know he got like some Michigan roots somehow. Uh, nah. I mean, maybe a rotation, a player to fill out the rotation at best. But besides that, he's not a game changer or anything like that. Yeah, he's a guy I feel like needs the ball in his hands. And with Cade, Ivy, if you do draft a Cam Whitmore, which we, we broke the rule, we're talking draft, uh, they're all going to want the balls in their hands. <laughs> Even Killian, if he's still on this team, so yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you laughing? You know how I feel about him, man. 
No, all right, we're getting. You, is Killian Hayes going to be on the Pistons next year? I really hope he's not. But this is my thing because we picked up his option, right? I don't know if we did yet, honestly. I don't think I so. Yeah, and if we did, I mean, he's coming back, so it's like you're not trading him for anything. Um, unless he's a, included in a bigger trade, but other than that, I think he's on the team about default next year. All right, I know this is free agent forwards, but if if you really don't want Killian Hayes on this team, name me a better option at backup point guard next year for the Detroit Pistons. Go. A better back? Who's available, though? That's the only thing. Because I could think of some backup point guards in the league, but I'm trying to think of, like, who's a free agent point guard. Um, Corey Joseph. Hey, I already got slandered on Twitter before, but I, I'll say it. I said it before. I'll say it again. I enjoy. No, don't say it. Don't say it. Killian Hayes. Oh, man. You just said it. <laughs> I don't care. Nobody said Killian gave me so much hope. That little stretch he had when he was like dropping 20 and like, like, oh, my goodness. I really like hopped on the bandwagon fully. Like, I was ready to like, I like apologize for everything I said. And then he let me back down again. Okay. So we did have a, a quite a comment in the chat from case cracked who said Javon Carter from the bucks. Yes. You, you really think Javon Carter is better long-term option than killing Hayes. He's one of those low key piston killers. <laughs> Dude. Uh, what it is when they play the pistons, he'd be low key cooking. though. I'd be like, dang, why he, why he choose the night to go off, man? Listen, man, I ain't giving up on Killian. Is it going to work out in Detroit? Probably not. But he's 21 years old, man. Man, we can have Reggie back. You Smith. want Reggie Jackson over Killian Hayes? And give me clutch time hero ball Reggie <laughs> No, he No, he didn't even play for the Nuggets this year. Man, Derrick Rose, who probably didn't play 10 minutes a game. Derrick Rose <laughs> over Killian Hayes? Man, Derrick Rose didn't even play with the Knicks, and I'll still take him over Killian Oh, RJ. Why, why do you hate Killian so much? It's just, honestly, I think Killian's main problem is his confidence, man. I don't even think that he's a bad player. Like, he's... I'll give him this much. He's at least shown me what he can do. And I think that's another reason why I don't like him, though, because he's shown me what he can do. And then he, like, doesn't do – like, you know that Kevin Garnett, uh, the meme they use now? And it's like, why would you show me something that I can't have or whatever he says? That's how I felt about Killian because I was at the game when they played Dallas and he had that clutch uh, – back-to-back clutch threes. And I'm like, oh, he finally arrived. And then he just – he didn't. So, if he got his confidence together, I think he'd be one heck of a player. But I I mean, I think he has time. He's only 21. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Like, Javon Carter, case cracked, said 40 – he shot 42% from three. Sure, Javon Carter is a fine backup point guard, but I'd rather just give another year to Killian because you really want to – give up on Killian and then he becomes uh, a good backup point. And 
this is my thing with Killian too, is he was playing against starters this year. He shouldn't have been playing against starters. Like, do you think his numbers would have looked just a little bit better if he was playing against bench players instead of starters? Uh, yes and no. Um, because I felt like he did play a tad bit better coming off the bench, but at the same time, you would also expect with all the reps he got that his just his game would be better by default. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. Um, it's just yeah, like I think the biggest thing I see I forgot who said it on Twitter, but somebody has said I think the reason why Killian is still on the team is because Troy Weaver is not ready to accept that his first pick was a bust. Hope he did accept. That Sadiq Bay was a bust, though. And that's what has me, like, so confused because he traded Sadiq, who we thought were honestly was going to be the best of his uh, picks that year mm-hmm. at one point. But then he was the first one out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I haven't looked at Killian's numbers, but I do remember he averaged a career-high six assists a game, and I believe he only averaged, like, two turnovers. So he almost had, like, a three-to-one – uh, assist to turnover ratio. So I think, I like. I think he definitely has talent and he has skills that he's shown at the NBA level. Yeah, I just think it's his efficiency. He he can't shoot thirty seven percent from the field. Um, but I don't know. I I don't want to get into this whole Killian debate. I'm not giving up on him. I honestly, this might be a hot take. I still think in four or five years from now he could be a starter on an NBA team. I still wholeheartedly believe that. I'm not going to go that far. I could definitely see the backup, though. Back, I, I great at this point. I think he, he would need to change the scenery. But if he came to be a decent backup on a playoff team, it wouldn't shock me. All right. Um, I got something on Killian, but I need to look it up first. But I want to get your thoughts on another guy that's been rumored to Detroit, uh, Mr. Grant Williams, who had an interesting playoffs. Oh, boy, here's another controversial one. Grant Williams, <laughs> restricted free agent to the Detroit Pistons. What do you think? And we got Reggie Jackson is trash. Um, yeah, Reggie Jackson is trash. Okay, what do you, what do you got, RJ? <laughs> For Grant Williams, it's not that he's a bad player or anything. It's just I got beef with him. Because I went to the game earlier this year and Boston was cooking us. But Grant Rip, uh, Grant. Well, RJ. Well, RJ just went missing in action. So, um, as we hopefully get RJ back, I wanted to talk about Killian Hayes and I want to compare him to Rajon Rondo. Um, Yes, hopefully RJ gets his whatever he needs to figure it out. Rajon Rondo. So the reason I want to talk about Rajon Rondo in terms of Killian Hayes, Rajon Rondo in his age 21 season, which was what Killian Hayes was last year, was 21 years old. RJ, you all right, man? RJ, you're muted. Yeah, somebody <laughs> okay. had to call me, man. I'm like, come on, now or now. That's my fault for not having my phone on D&D. No, you're good. All right, so – I was I was in the middle of my uh, Killian Hayes take. So Rajon Rondo, age twenty one season, um, off. Oh, yeah, I was trying to get like a take going, but honestly, I can't even back it up now. 
If you said Rondo, I'm like, this better be a good one. Okay, Rondo shot 26% from three his second year. Killian did better than that, so. Rondo's what, winning a ring by that point, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he actually did win a ring his second year. Wow. <laughs> I was like, he was, he had, I was about to say, Rondo was young. I remember. All like, right, so it, his age, I, I can't even back this take up. <laughs> no, it don't even matter if won a ring. I was trying to compare the two, but now looking at Rondo's numbers, like his first year he shot 42% from the field, so that's better than what Killian has ever done. So it's like I can't even back I can't even back it up. In his defense, he had three Hall of Famers to pass the ball to, so I can't even, you know. Yeah. He definitely had the advantage on that. I was trying to make the parallels between Rondo and Killian, but it it, it didn't really work out. R- Killian will be fine. No more Killian talk. <laughs> Grant Williams, well, Grant Williams talk. What are we thinking about Grant Williams? But yeah, Grant Williams, uh, he's not a bad player. It's just I went to the game earlier this year and he started blowing kisses at the crowd because I mean they was they was busting our tail and he he was busting our tail too. He like three straight threes on us probably, but he started blowing kisses and I just ain't like them since. I was like, man, skip you. So, but outside of I that, mean, personal beef aside. I mean, he's a nice shooter. We need a shooter. He he'd yeah. be nice. Fits the timeline. Twenty four years he old did. this year. Um, lots of playoff experience, finals experience. Do you remember Game Seven of the twenty twenty two Eastern Conference Semifinals between the Bucks and the Celtics, where the Bucks left him open every single time, and he absolutely murdered them. How many threes did he hit that game? Was it like seven? Yeah, probably they literally left him open and they just he just like destroyed them. Yeah, so, I, I was just like, are they really letting him out of all people cook? Like that's the first thing I said. I was like, I'm thinking it's gonna be like Tatum or something like that. But it was so yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, shot 30, almost 40% from three this year. Um I don't know. Would you give him fifteen million dollars a year? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's all the free agent forwards we're going to talk about. Um, I mean, there's Kelly Oubre. If if that really interests you, no. Um, so I don't know. We'll get <laughs> into draft talk. I'm sure at some point if RJ graces us with his presence. Um. But, RJ, thank you so much for joining. and Thank you for everyone who listened and tuned into the live stream. We had, I think, 13 people in here at one point, which is about 12 more people I ever thought we'd have. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, Maybe I'll make this a weekly thing on Tuesdays. But um, thank you for all the support. Thank you for joining me, RJ. Thanks for having me. Yes. And uh, if you do go to some Pistons games this year, Good luck and have fun at SummerSlam. I'll be watching on TV. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one.